Greetings and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today, creative Grace Life Coaching. It's a joy to be with you. Thank you for investing in this time. Thank you for investing in this this podcast. Uh, as I've always said, you know, this podcast grows because it's organic. It's because you share it, because you get it out there, because I love what I do. I love bringing this stuff forward and I hope and, and, and really want you to see the value in it and then share it out there. So it is by your grace, by your investment, one, that the podcast has any relevance. I mean, if nobody's listening, then I'm just here talking to myself. So thank you for investing the time in that. But also then thank you for investing in sharing it out there. And I would encourage you to do that. If you uh, connect with this through any of the social media sites, Facebook or Instagram or uh, Twitter, please share it. Uh, tag me in it. I'd love to see where you're at. I'd love to see where you're getting this information to and, and where you get it from and how it's affecting you. So hit me up, tag me in it, uh, share it out there for your followers out there on social media. If you're listening to this on any one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Music, then please follow us. Give us a rating and review. The more ratings and reviews and the more follows we get, the more the platforms realize that people are paying attention. And the more they pay attention, the more then that they will bring it to others. So others who are seeking this information or seeking to be better, the platforms will say, hey, people are paying attention to this. So let's get it out there. Let's share it with other people who may be affected by it. So that's how this works. That's the whole point of this is to get this information out there. This is not proprietary information. Uh, this is not uh, privileged information. And certainly this is not scarcity information and information of scarcity uh, when you know we can all be better and still be better um, there's not a there's not a limited commodity of better in the world there's not a limited commodity of growth or advancement in the world uh, we can all be better and still be better uh, so that's the encouragement we want each other to be better when when each of us are better then we're better together when each of us are better individually then we're better as community then we're better as the whole uh, again, and as I've always said, you know, that's not to say that where you are isn't good. That's not the point. But you're listening to this because you want to be better. You want to grow. You want to advance. You want to increase. And that's an awesome thing. And we should all celebrate that. And uh, that's what we're doing here. And that's what we're talking about. And that's the whole point of coaching. That's the whole point of, of knowledge is to advance us from where we are to a greater place, a better place. So, So that's what we're about. So share it out there. Follow us, give us a rating and review. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, visit the website, gracelifecoaching.com. That's where you can connect with me directly. You can DM me or text me. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, you want to have an air dialogue, you want to do some coaching, whatever it is, gracelifecoaching.com is the best way to get a hold of me. It's the best way to make it happen. So, so check us out. Love to hear from you. Love to communicate with you. And uh, once again, welcome. Thanks for being part of the podcast. So this is part two. Last time, last session, I uh, started part one in, in, in asking the question, why is it so hard to change? Why is it so hard for us to change? We as humans, we are resistant to change. Um, change for us is a negative, uh, almost exclusively. Uh, rarely is change really, really embraced as a positive. 
um, when it, you know, so, so change is a challenge for us. And last time I talked about kind of the biology, the physiology of change, how the brain works and what the brain does and how change affects the brain and how change affects uh, our chemistry and our biology. Uh, so that was last session. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last session, I certainly would encourage you uh, to go back. That was uh, session number 69, episode 69. So in this session, I want to move us in a little bit different direction. I want to go from, you know, why it's biologically so hard to change as to why it's emotionally so hard to change. I mean, there's a biology, there's neuropathways, there's, you know, the efficiency of the brain, and that all matters. But that's not just the long and the short of it. Um, because we have the capability of pushing past that. We have the capability of pushing past our biology. Uh, we see that time and again, uh, humans' capability of pushing past its biology. But the second part that I want to raise up, and this is a really important part as well, is that, well, fear. We're afraid. Change elicits fear. Um, I mean, there's, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm just kind of like poo-pooing it, but it is. Change elicits fear. We're afraid. We are afraid to change. We are afraid of the ramifications of what change will be. We're afraid of how, and, and really what we're afraid of is we're afraid of the people around us. We're afraid of being judged. I mean, let's just, let's get it down to uh, brass tacks here. Change is so difficult because we are afraid of how people are going to respond. We are afraid of being judged. We are afraid of being criticized. We are afraid of failing and then having it thrown back into our face. We're afraid. We are genuinely afraid. The, 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 the fear of change, the resistance to change comes from our fear. It comes from our, our fear of, 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 of being judged, of being criticized, of being made fun of. We're afraid. And so fear paralyzes us. It keeps us doing the same thing over and over and over again because that fear paralyzes us. And let's be clear. I mean, I, I know that you're probably not, you know, you're probably hoping that I'm going to say something grandiose or powerful, but, but that's the, that's the ram. Emotionally, we're afraid. When we talk about change, um, it creates fear in our emotional stance. It creates fear inside of us. And because it creates fear inside of us, we respond by being afraid. And people usually respond to us by criticism when we change or by judgment or being critical. Look, people learn to live with us a certain way. They sculpt their lives uh, with us acting a certain way, with us being a certain way. Okay, so when we break that norm, when we step out of that status quo, that creates in others a ripple effect of anxiety. Now, that ripple effect of anxiety leads to judgment or criticism because most people don't want to dwell in that anxiety. They don't want to they don't want to rest in it. They don't want to face it and and see whether it's jealousy or fear or hurt or whatever. So what happens is that there's these people around us that we love and we cherish. But when we start talking about change, well, they get uncomfortable and we're afraid that they're going to judge us or they're going to criticize us or they're going to stop talking to us or they're going to make fun of us. And so we stay the same. We're afraid. We are afraid of facing the emotional ramifications of change. We are afraid of people making fun of us. We are afraid of being criticized by others. We are afraid of failing. 
We are afraid that if the change isn't going to work out, that we're going to, again, be made fun of or criticized. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of not being good enough. Uh, we're afraid of, of finding our weaknesses and our blind spots. So what we do is we just go ahead and keep doing the same thing over and over because we are afraid that if we change, well, then that's going to cause some kind of fear or some kind of anxiety in another, and it's going to cause us to feel bad. Look, I mean, the, the biological overcoming of change, the biologically overcoming the biological issues, um, and how the brain works is exhausting enough. But then to look at those who love us, those who we respect, or maybe we don't even respect. I mean, maybe there's people in our lives that, that somehow we feel like we have to uh, please or prove, even if we know we're never going to do it. Uh, and they're the ones that are kind of holding us back. We're afraid of disappointing them. We're afraid of disappointing our families, our spouses. We're afraid of disappointing ourselves. And so when change crashes on our shores, well, then that fear really kind of wells up inside of us. And if we're thinking about changing, if we're thinking about changing our diet, if we're thinking about changing our exercise routine, if we're thinking about changing our work, our life, our career, not only do we have to overcome the biological energy, but we also have to deal with and confront you know, those in our lives who are going to criticize us and judge us. Now, we're already exposing ourselves, our vulnerability, uh, but then we have to face that down too. And, and sometimes that's just too much. I mean, sometimes it was, I just can't do that. I can't, I can't take all of that. So I'm just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again, even though it's killing me, even though it's, it's not what I want to do. Uh, and, and really, when we start talking about the big change, that's where really it comes down to, you know, like if we're going to change careers or uh, maybe change relationships or change opinions about ourselves or about big ticket items or issues, things that we've stood on sooner or later, when we start making those changes, well, then it does create inside of others um, fear, anxiety, um, uh, a constriction. They don't want to, they don't want us to change because if we change, they have to change. So therefore, they're going to keep us from changing. And, and it, may not be, um, it may not be a conscious effort. They might be, ooh, you know, I'm going to oppress this person. But they're dealing with their own limitations. And their own limitations are pressing against our limitations. That's why fear, it, that's why change is so hard to do because we're afraid. We're afraid we're going to disappoint others. We're going afraid that we're going to be criticized by others. We're, gonna, we're afraid that we're going to be made fun of or judged. And there could be, uh, there could be other fears that I'm not even touching on that that you know well up inside of us when we start thinking about um about change there can be other fears that, that well up inside of us when we start thinking about change uh so so how do we overcome this i mean how, how do we how do we embrace this how do we overcome it uh if if this is what's going on how do we overcome it well uh, a couple of things that i'll raise up here um the first thing you know we have to acknowledge it none of us like to acknowledge that 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 we are um that we are that we're afraid okay somewhere uh deep in our psyche somewhere deep in our past somewhere deep in our history we came across the idea particularly for men I don't want to sound, I really don't want to sound gender specific here, and I'm not calling out any one gender over another. Uh, but particularly for men, men are trained either by society, by familial structure, uh, both and even others, that we're not supposed to be afraid. We're supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to be courageous in all things, which is crap. Uh, it's, it's, it's not, that's not the case. Um, you know, we're afraid. 
Of course, there are things that we're afraid of. So by by owning the fact that we're afraid, that fear is present, by acknowledging it, and then not only acknowledging it, but sitting with it, dwelling with it, have tea with it. You know, there, there's a there, there's 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 schools of thought of inviting your demons to tea, uh, or inviting your um, inviting your fear to tea. Sit down and have a have tea and crumpets with your fear, uh, and that's you know there, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, that's how we start to overcome fear: is we sit with it. What is it that is truly causing us to be afraid? What is it that is truly causing us this amount of fear, this welling inside of us? What is it that is truly triggering us? Now, we don't get to know that. We don't, we don't understand that if we don't, one, acknowledge that it's there, and two, dwell with it. Now, this is not to say that we take it in and we, we live with it and it becomes part of our being. No, no, that's not what, um, that's not what I'm, I'm referring to here. That's not what I'm recommending. However, it is to say don't push it away right away. Don't don't deny it. Don't overcome it. Don't try to um, don't try to 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 kind of, um, you know, uh, dis discount it, recognize it, acknowledge it and dwell with it. Dwell with your fear. Uh, what are you afraid of? Ask that question and, and do a really good answer with it. I mean, if you need a journal. Then journal it out if you need to write it out, if you need to sit down with a dialogue partner and, and really just kind of talk it out. What am I afraid of? Okay, what am I afraid of? Get that fear out. Get it out into the open. Bring it into the light of day. The longer that it resides in the shadows of your being, the more impact it's going to have. Once it is going to get out into the light of day, it will decrease its impact on your life and on your decision making process. So acknowledge it, dwell with it, sit with it, have tea with it. And then once you've done that, once you've kind of like gotten the fear out of what you are afraid of, then logic it away. Defeat your fear with logic and reason and information. Challenge every one of those assertions. Well, people are going to criticize me. Well, have they criticized you in the past? Have people that you're worried about criticizing you, have they criticized you before? Think of other times that you have experienced change in your life and how did they respond to that? Did they criticize you then? Well, then what makes us believe that they're going to criticize you now? And if they did criticize you then, then you ha then logical, I know they're going to criticize me, so I have the weapons I need or the information I need. Um, you know, logic it away. Defeat your fear with logic, with reason, with information, and with experience. You know, we all change on a number of, on a regular basis. We're never all the same. And if we, even if we want to think about it, we're never all the same all the time. We are always going through a process of change. We're always expanding and contracting. And when we look at those around us, how they respond to us and that change really helps us to dictate how we can engage change moving forward and how we can overcome that fear. Uh, and if you really want to know, if you're looking at a big change and you really want to know what their response is going to be around that change, well, then maybe have a conversation with them or maybe pass the idea out there or leave a leave a magazine on the coffee table about what you want to do and then see what their response is uh, and then go on from there. But logic it out. You know, reason, use your information, use your experience, use your intuition. Once your fear gets out there, it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't have to dominate you. You can dominate it. You can dominate it by, by using the other tools in your arsenal.
or in your toolkit in order to achieve this and overcome it. And the last thing I'll mention is to be bold. All right, be bold, even if you are afraid. Look, you will never go anywhere if fear of change keeps you from changing. You will always remain in whatever stasis you're in if your fear of change keeps you from changing. Okay, Whether your fear is legitimate or not, if you allow that fear to hold you back, you will never change. You will never be any more than you are, and actually you will diminish because who you are will always see what you could be but will never enact it. So be bold. And sometimes we just have to look fear in the eye and say, you know what, I'm doing this even if I am afraid. I'm doing this even if I'm concerned about someone's going to judge me or criticize me. I'm doing this even if I fail. Be bold. Be bold and do and step into your fear. If you can't logic it all away, if you can't use your experience to pull it all away, to give it, to, to, to declaw it, if you will, sometimes we just need to be bold. Sometimes we need to say what I desire is bigger than the fear that's holding me back. Okay. And, and, and that's a really hard thing to do because being bold can sometimes sacrifice relationships. Sometimes it can sacrifice uh, status. But if, if we want to be different, if you want to change, if you want to overcome or be new or renew yourself, then you have to be bold. There's a point where you have to be bold. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't come any other way. You have to be bold. So acknowledge it. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to experience fear. It's okay to feel fear, especially in the face of change. It's okay to acknowledge that, you know, maybe you're not going to be good enough. Maybe you're going to fail. People are going to criticize you, whatever it is that's causing you fear. Acknowledge it, get it out there, but then tackle it with reason and knowledge and experience and information. Tackle it with the things that you know uh, so that um, so that you can overcome it. Uh, I think of I think of the the saying, you know, when a bird lands on a branch, it doesn't trust, trust the branch; it trusts its wings. The bird knows it's going to be able to fly, whether the branch holds it or not. Well, when we look at our experience, when we look at our knowledge, when we look at we've, what we've done before, most of the time we can see that maybe we've already done this or something very close to it. So we have what we need. We just need to enact it and trust it. Okay. And the last thing is be bold. Be bold in the face of your fear. Even if you are afraid of, of what the ramification of the change are going to be, be bold uh, and step into that fear and face it and make the change that you want to or you need to make for your better self. Even if, and yes, I mean, that, that fear will bring, that change will bring sacrifice. It always does. Um, however, uh, in the midst of that, if you don't sacrifice to change, then you're just sacrificing yourself to stay the same. And that's not the way to live. So why is change so hard? Because we're afraid. We're afraid. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of being criticized. We're afraid of being made fun of. We're afraid of failure. So acknowledge that fear. Acknowledge that you're afraid. And logic it out. Reason it. Use what you have already to, to defeat that fear or at least put it in its place. Maybe you're not going to defeat it all the way, but put it in its place and be bold. Be bold and step out. You may find that that which you're most afraid of will become your greatest ally. The person you're most concerned about criticizing you will be the one that stands with you uh, the longest. But you're not going to know that if you let your fear win the day. All right, my friends, that's what I got for you today. That's part two. Uh, next time, we'll be back with part three. Uh, and we'll uh, kind of wrap up this little mini series, this little mini piece on why is change so hard. 
As always, thank you for tuning in. If this is helpful for you, then please share it out there. Tag me in it. Rate us, uh, follow us, and give us a rating and review on the platforms. Uh, hit me up through the website, gracelifecoaching.com, if you have any questions or comments or like to reach out to me. As always, here at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.